Welcome to the Feel Good Spine podcast, where I have quite literally got your back. I am your host, Claudia Catherine, scoliosis transformation coach, spine health trainer, and yoga teacher, here to guide you on this journey of improving your scoliosis health, fitness, and mindset so you can live your happiest and most fulfilled life possible. I am so excited to have you here today. Now let's dive in. Welcome back, my beautiful scoliosis familia. We are back for episode two. I'm so glad that you are here and you are listening. We have got another special guest today. Her name is Sarah and she has scoliosis. She has not had fusion surgery. So I wanted to hear her experience with her scoliosis journey, her mental health and everything that she is doing now to help maintain her scoliosis curves and obviously looking after her her mental health as well so that's something we're all in here together for we all want to learn more about and just hear other people's stories what are other people going through because we can relate to it you know you are not alone i am not alone we are all in this together so i really hope that you enjoy this episode so for further ado i bring to you sarah hi sarah and welcome to the feel good spine podcast i am so excited to have you here and hear your story all about scoliosis so yeah come and say hi and tell us a little bit about yourself Hey y'all, um, I'm Sarah. I am 28 years old and uh, I live in the Fraser Valley in Canada and I am a community support worker um, and I'm an education assistant as well, which just means I work with um, individuals with disabilities. Um, and actually I came across a student that I was working with um, who has scoliosis and I thought that was kind of cool to kind of run into that in my career because I just I usually that doesn't like come across in my job yeah and so I was kind of like trying to like connect with them and just like see like hear their story and I mean I, I can't obviously disclose too much but yeah it was really cool to um like find out yeah yeah it's scoliosis is surprisingly common I find that you don't really know um no one really talks about the fact that they have it and then suddenly you find someone else that has scoliosis and you're like oh my god yeah it's it's super like it's like not like bizarre but it's also like what like like you like I feel like you just like you don't like you you wouldn't like you wouldn't obviously know unless if you knew but yeah 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 how did that go wild Yeah, did you like did you look at each other's spines? Do you talk about scoliosis <laughs> with each other? Like <laughs> Um, well, because I was a student, I couldn't really look at her spine, but I just asked like questions like, oh, like are you getting a brace or like just like ways I could support her. Um, because like she's a teenager, so yeah. trying to like find ways to like uh connect with her, but also like obviously have like that boundary. But yeah. yeah. No, yeah, it, was, that- it, was, it was a really cool experience. That's awesome. I think it's, especially when you're a teenager, it's actually really, really important to meet other people that have scoliosis and have someone that you can ask questions to. Because I just feel like, well, when I was younger, especially when I was going through the whole thing, I had no one to talk to. No one understood what I was going through. So I think it's awesome that you, like, you've managed to find someone else with scoliosis and that you can help them. (laughs) Yeah. And like, I didn't, so I didn't get diagnosed till I was 21. So I actually got diagnosed like kind of late in the game, but yeah, I mean, I guess better late than never. Like better late than never. (laughs) 
so that that kind of brings me on to my my next question let's hear about your scoliosis journey your diagnosis the treatment that was offered to you all those kind of things okay um yeah so uh I, like I just said I got diagnosed when I was 21 um I actually uh went to a chiropractor and I was just saying I had some back pain like just like I just thought it was kind of like wear and tear because people were like, oh, you're getting older. Like, <laughs> joys of getting old. I'm like, okay, but I feel like there's something else here. And like, like I think since I was a teenager, I kind of like suspected it. Like I knew what sclerosis was when I was a teenager, but I don't feel like I was really heard. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, I went to the chiropractor and then yeah, she made me do like the Adams Ben Ford test. And then she's like, yeah, I got like scoliosis. And I kind of felt relieved when she said that because I was like, I, I just knew. I knew there was something... And then, but she told me like, oh, it's nothing like major. Like, it's just, like, we'll just do some like treatment and like go from there. I'm like, okay. Um, so that was, yeah, 21. I'm 28 now. Um, I don't go to a chiropractor anymore. Um, and after the chiropractor, I saw a doctor just to get like a x-ray because I didn't know how like, how bad the curve was. I just wanted to know. Um, and so he sent me for the x-ray and then the key, like I came back like, borderline severe which I was like oh my god like I actually like panicked so I was like I was told it was like nothing and being told it was like borderline severe was a little bit of like a heart stopper for me um and so they sent me to sorry the doctor sent me to the um the Blesson Blesson clinic at VGH um it's like a spine clinic um and so that was kind of intimidating they made me fill out this like book but I think it was more like a survey kind of book to see like just I think there's like students there I guess I don't really know yeah and so I filled this book it was like a 50 page book like it was, oh, a, wow. it was a huge yeah it was a really big book <laughs> um and then I saw this um I guess it was a physiotherapist I thought I was talking to the surgeon because they're like yeah I'll get you to talk to the surgeon and then yeah no, I talked to some like physiotherapist there and um so I'm I drove an hour out to see this like specialist and he's like oh no like you don't need surgery like just keep just like keep like an eye on it but don't like don't do anything like at this moment in time and I'm like okay so I felt a little discouraged because I just felt like I was gonna get somewhere yeah um especially like driving out because like, like I'm about an hour away from Vancouver so I was like oh I just like drove all the way out to see a physiotherapist yeah and I could have seen a physiotherapist out this way but they're also <laughs> special like a specialist so I get it um and then I went to my physiotherapist and I like, give my x-ray and we did some like IMS I guess and I hate IMS <laughs> like it's so painful for me I don't like just yeah I don't like it so I do like manual physio and then I guess the physio that I see um knows someone at the Scully clinic um that I go to so I kind of got referred that way even though I don't really need a referral for the Scully clinic but it was nice to know that like I knew someone that knew someone um and just kind of went from there um I just do some like yeah some stroth exercises um I still see my physio in town just because it's closer um even though they don't really do scoliosis like stuff because they're not really that like educated in like the stroth therapy yeah um which I feel like they should be like I feel like a lot of physios should be trained in that but you know yeah. it is what it is <laughs> um and then I go I go for massage because I get so tense all the time um I could go for a massage every week if I could but that gets expensive <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um and then just like I'm trying to stay active but even then, like, I find sometimes my back, like, my back pain just, like, it's, it gets really bad. Like, I just don't want to, like, move or anything. But then I know you're not really supposed to just, like, not move. Yeah. <laughs> so it's really hard to balance. Where it's like, oh, I, like, keep moving because it helps you. But then don't move because you got to, like, keep well in your mental well-being. Yeah. <laughs> Takes yeah. a toll. 
<laughs> it definitely does take a toll uh cool so so yeah so you were diagnosed when you were 21 so that is quite late do you know the the degree of your curvatures or what kind of curves you have um so it's an s curve so the um i should have a tattoo on it on my arm i don't know if the camera can kind of oh, see that cool. yeah wow <laughs> you can't really see it but there's a there's a little bit of a Oh, it's like an S. Well, for there's those... a tattoo there. <laughs> yeah, for those listening, it's like an S with flowers on it. It's very yeah, cool. S with flo- green flowers because green's yeah. the sclerosis awareness color. Yeah. Um, and then the, it's like a shaded color of my spine. Um, yeah. So I've, I've S curve. The top. Um, sorry. The um, thoracic curve is uh thirty seven. I want to say thirty six. Yeah. Um, and then my lumbar curve is forty four okay yeah um it hasn't it hasn't progressed recently um which is good yeah (laughs) but it's yeah it's getting there yeah that's the thing scoliosis definitely does progress sometimes fast sometimes slow it really depends on what you're doing I found that uh I ignored my scoliosis for years or just being in denial and honestly I didn't know any methods no one ever told me when I was younger that you could do shroth or all of these other methods yoga for scoliosis scoliopilates all of these things it never got mentioned to me so I just ignored my scoliosis for years and it progressed and obviously I worked as a yoga teacher for many years just doing crazy twists and handstands and forward folds and all this stuff and I find that that actually progressed my scoliosis faster so that is not what I would recommend (laughs) (laughs) that's funny that you say that because um I'm a I dance as well so um I find it really like as a dancer with scoliosis I find it's very difficult to even like modify at times like thankfully like I've like I have a I'm in an adult dance class so I obviously dance with other adults with me yeah um but it's kind of like I get kind of discouraged sometimes because I feel like um I should be able to do all these like normal things um that others are doing but like twisting you're you're not supposed to be doing like bending over backwards you're not supposed to be doing and like (laughs) there's all this stuff I want to do but I know I can't do it because I'm like I'm still pretty flexible I have a good range of motion but I know I'm not supposed to do it yeah um but I mean thank yeah thankfully my studio is really accommodating and they like modify for me and so like it's yeah that makes me feel really good that's awesome yeah it's it's good and it's nice that they modify for you as well and I find with scoliosis we do tend to be more flexible it's a very very common thing we're either hypermobile or flexible I I was a gymnast when I was younger I used to dance and obviously yoga teacher so I don't know it's like a common theme for those of us with scoliosis so we we can really get into these positions but it's not the best especially you should (laughs) <laughs> yeah, especially with uh, like twists and back bends, just going really deep into it. Obviously, we need some mobility of our spine is very, very important. And we need to be able to twist and move and flex and arch. But going into that full range of motion, that really deep, deep twisting, that is what we should avoid, really, because I found that through personal experiences. That is how my curves progressed. Yeah, and that's I feel like for me, that's how my back spasms were. Like it just like flares up. Yeah, yeah. It's not fun. It's it's definitely not fun. So so you didn't go for fusion. Is that because your surgeon, your your surgeon, your physio told you that your curves weren't um bad enough, I guess? Or how did that um 
<laughs> yeah, so the physiotherapist at the surgeon's office, I guess is the best way to describe it. <laughs> um, yeah, he he I think he just said no because based on my age, like it's just a little too late in the game. Right. But um when like I went when I went to my one of my appointments at the school clinic, like they told me like it, like I guess it's like a like a very last resort if it gets like really bad that I can't like you know function then like maybe yeah. look into it but yeah I'm like I'm at the point where like there are some days where I'm like oh like I should look into surgery but then I'm like no I should like no I don't want to look into that so I've been yeah. like I've been thinking about it but right now in my life I'm just kind of at the point where I'm like I'm gonna do what I can keep myself healthy and yeah. flexible and yeah all that so uh, yeah it's it was just more so like um age-wise like because and plus like I'm not growing anymore so it's probably also why they didn't suggest it yeah um but it's I mean it's on the back, it's on the back burner right now like I'm not like yeah. considering it yeah no it's I good to that. know that there's there's an option it's an option but I yeah I think it's really good to you know understand that it's the last resort if things get really bad and not just rushing straight to it because I have heard you know heard stories of how traumatic the experience can be so it's good not to rush straight into it unless you absolutely have to and it's nice that you have learned about the other options and that obviously you're you being in Vancouver we have the Scully Clinic that's actually where we met at uh what was it myofascial release um yeah I, I have my ball somewhere here but yeah it was a uh, the soft tissue <laughs> workshop yeah yeah oh great it was great. And we are, I used to go to the Scoli Clinic a couple of years ago myself before I got into the scoliosis industry myself. And that actually kind of inspired me to want to help people with scoliosis. So I'm very glad that, that we're lucky that we have that in Vancouver. I'm sure that there are other options in other major cities as well. For those of you listening, if you have a look into it, you might find a scoliosis specific physio face somewhere hopefully but if not always reach out always happy to help highly recommend <laughs> yeah okay so moving on to my next question how does your scoliosis affect your life now um it affects me in many ways um so with my job because what I do is I yeah it's like I support um individuals with like physical or like invisible disabilities um I've had to like limit myself so I can't like I mean I can lift with like assistance but I can't lift um over a certain amount of weight like I think 20 pounds is my max that I'm supposed to lift yeah um and just like um like that's mostly from like for work and then um in general like like mentally just taking a toll on me like there's like there's some days where I'm like in a really dark place and I'm just like not mad at myself for having scoliosis but just like I'm just like I just get kind of depressed no I'm not gonna say kind of I definitely get depressed over it sometimes yeah um and I feel like that's I don't want to say that's normal but I feel like that is kind of normal with the I guess invisible like is it considered disability like I hate this because that's kind of like yeah I hate to say it I think it is in in some way Although I don't want to open up a can of worms, but like, yeah, we're definitely not disabled. I mean, yeah, it's it's a tough one, isn't it? So I, yeah, I don't know. I don't like calling it a disability, to be honest. Yeah, like, yeah, because I I only ask that because like I've googled it and I'm just like I was wondering, but like I wasn't really yeah. sure. And I'm on yeah. these like groups and stuff, and like yeah, it just yeah, it's really it's a weird gray area. Um, yeah. but yeah, like, yeah, so just like it's kind of difficult in that way, like. 
of like the mental health aspect of stuff but yeah um I try not to let it get in my way um yeah I dance so I yeah like I have to modify but I can still do what I love um yeah that's it's most, it mostly affects me with work um with the physical aspect like I do a lot of like sitting like at the at a desk or like yeah um, and like the school desks are awful like you know those desks that are like the one piece and it's like <laughs> at the bar and like the hard plastic chair yeah that's what I gotta oh, sit in but like I they can I can adapt to that too like I can have like a nice like um like office chair if there is one in the classroom yeah. um and then if not then I can just like have a I have a cushion that I bring sometimes but um yeah. it just really depends what classroom I'm in and when um yeah. but it's, it's mostly it really just affects me at work which kind of sucks um yeah because I don't want to be that like 20 year olds like oh I have back pain but like people just like don't get it <laughs> they don't get it <laughs> I know I know I totally get it I remember uh when I went when I was back in England over Christmas time and I went for a walk with my mom and I had the worst hip pain and I'm like complaining about my hip and my mom is 70 and my mom okay. is like can you stop talking about your hip and I'm like say like my hip my hip I'm like you it don't hurts. get it yeah. <laughs> And that and like my sciatic too, like not all the time, but my sciatic just like it'll just go down the back of my leg and it's like, it's awful, especially when I'm trying to put weight on it. Like it's, it yeah. hurts so bad. Yeah. So and I try to mask it too, because I don't want those comments being made. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's annoying. That is annoying. People making comments when they don't mm-hmm. get it. <laughs> yeah. But But yeah, so it affects you at work mostly, obviously with like not being able to pick up heavy things and sitting down for long periods of time walking which... stairs <laughs> oh, yeah. the stairs there's I work at a middle school so there's I, there's a lot of stairs that I have to yeah. go up and like I do have an elevator key so if my back does get sore I can go in the elevator but yeah um I try not to go up the elevator for reasons <laughs> but um yeah there's just days where I'm like I cannot the life for me like go up the stairs yeah no that's fair but enough it's what it is. <laughs> okay so how has your scoliosis affected your mental health? Um, well, I think since I've got diagnosed, like, I think it's like it's eased my mind. So, like, like I know there are like, yeah. So, like, I've I've said that it makes me feel depressed at times, but also yeah. like, I feel like inspired to like even like do like a podcast, like get like my voice out there because like oftentimes like if I do advocate, I'm usually like on like I don't know Facebook or something kind of like typing and I feel like sometimes when you're looking at words like they just don't register sometimes and like if you're actually like hearing something and be like oh like that's (laughs) that's real and I'm like yes it is real um so there's like I get I get inspiring um frustrating I get like there's a lot of emotions that go with it Mm -hmm. um like and sometimes I come home from work at like 8 p.m. I have two jobs so like I come home at 8 p.m. and I'm just like wiped yeah yeah wow yeah I'm I'm busy I'm busy (laughs) (laughs) yeah there was at one point there was one point I was working like 50 hours a week and I had to like actually stop because that was like I couldn't even stand like I was getting more I was so stiff where I couldn't even function so I had to actually like to cut my hours back but which sucks yeah that is so expensive nowadays too so that's why I'm like I'm trying to work so much but it also takes a toll so I'm like oh like my scoliosis I'm trying to work (laughs) make some money and have a life but I take care of myself 
yeah, damn scoliosis is getting in the way all the time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, would you say that you get, I, I call it scoliosis anxiety, where you're just kind of thinking about, you know, is it going to progress? Is it going to get worse? What's going to happen when I'm older? Do you ever kind of have any of those kind of thoughts? <laughs> yeah, I literally, yeah, so I think last year from my last x-ray and like, they're like, like I'm, I was pretty much told like, don't go for any more x-rays anytime soon because I would go like every year. Because yeah. I wanted to see if it was like progressing or not. Yeah. Um, and just like and like yeah, the anxiety portion, like I think it's more so like yeah, like if it's getting worse or um like my um um like what like my uh like how I, like my posture and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Cause I yeah, like I do like obviously like slouch and stuff and yeah I mean, there's I, I didn't notice any, a lot of physical features, but now, like, I, I do see it now that I, like, I'm aware of it, but yeah, um, it's more so the being self-conscious, um, which is kind of unfortunate, um, but yeah. I just, yeah, I try to embrace it. I try to be like, hey, this is me. <laughs> it's my body. Exactly. Gotta love my curves inside and out. <laughs> I know. <laughs> exactly. Do you, do you find that you get, like, scared about wearing certain types of clothes or anything like that? uh yeah so like there'd be times where i'd have to a lot of okay i should say have to but i'll go to events where i'll wear like dresses and stuff yeah and i don't usually wear dresses but when i do i like wearing like strapless dresses or like um just like you know pretty dresses to like kind of like show off my skin or whatever but like even the like the strapless dresses like my prom dress like i could just see from like the side how like forward my shoulders were and like i will still look at it and be like oh that's that's bad (laughs) like um but like I still look great. Like it was yeah. I look great in it. But yeah, just like looking at like pictures and it's like Yeah. It, it's not a it's not a good feeling to have, but I mean I can't really do much about it. Exactly. So this is the thing. I think yeah, we get so we beat ourselves up a lot because we like we always want to look you know like someone who has a straight spine like imagine how nice that would be I will look at people with straight spines and be like so that's what it looks like with yeah. a normal back <laughs> I know I'm like low-key very jealous yeah <laughs> um but we kind of beat ourselves up and and we're scared to wear things like certain things I've seen pictures of myself where I'm like whoa like my rib hump is out my posture looks terrible but really no one else is really noticing that stuff and if they you are that rib like, bump is bumping like <laughs> It is bumping out, but I've just kind of got to this point now where I'm like, do you know what? I don't care. I don't I'm care. I'm proud of it. I'm proud of my rib bump. Exactly. And I'm like, well, I want to show people with scoliosis that it's okay to embrace get- it. Embrace it. Yeah. Embrace it. Instead of like, I've spent years of hiding it and being embarrassed and being ashamed. And I'm just like, this is just not the way to live life. And if I want to wear a cute backless dress, wear it. I'm going to do it. Yeah. Wear that. <laughs> wear whatever you want exactly so a lot of people tell you otherwise (laughs) I did wear a backless dress for my mum's birthday back in December and there were videos of me like running up to my mum and the video was like taken from the back and I can like see my spine and I'm looking at it like oh my god oh my god but I'm just thinking I'm like no one else is noticing this and especially when I work with scoliosis so I can just spot it from a mile away and I'm like oh my god my scoliosis my hump it's like everything I think that's the thing too like you see pictures you're just like oh but like I don't think anyone's really looking except for us everyone said and even if they did look they'd be like huh like I don't think they'd be like like I think it'd be like a "Hmm." yeah exactly exactly curious yeah yeah curious and you know it's it is a talking point (laughs) 
Exactly. It's a good conversation starter. <laughs> it definitely is. Especially when you meet someone else with scoliosis, because then you're yes. like instantly like, oh, cool. Like, I, you know, scoliosis friends. I love it. <laughs> it was actually, it's not like it's not on the same like topic, but I actually just ordered a, um, a Higgy Bear. Have you heard of those? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I just, I just ordered one. I was like, oh. I don't really need this, but yeah. I do. <laughs> Out there, honestly, they're so cute. I've seen them as well on Instagram. If you're listening, Higgy Bears. I think it's cool. They're they're really yeah. cute little bears that have scoliosis and braces. And I will get one as well eventually. I was literally looking at one yesterday. Like, oh, so I'm cute. so excited. Like, I just got a notification that I got the tracking number. So it's like, it's on the way. I'm so excited. <laughs> I know. And that, that scoliosis Barbie doll. Have you seen oh, that? Oh, yeah. Okay. I definitely do want that as well. Not that I would like play with it, but this uh, kind of like, you know, yeah. it would probably sit with my. I guess I ordered a monkey, so it's gonna be a cute little monkey. Oh, cute! Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, I think it's such a good idea, for, especially for the kids and the teenagers, to let them know that scoliosis is okay. It is okay. It doesn't mean that something is wrong with you. You're not broken. You don't have a disease. It's mm-hmm. just something really common that unfortunately happens to us, and yeah. we can live very good lives and happy lives, normal lives, lives normal lives with it whether you have scoliosis or fusion, like it's all, it's all going to be okay. Everything is going to be fine. And that's the message I'm trying to get across because I know it can be very gloom and doom sometimes. And I've been down that rabbit hole myself where I've just, you know, been depressed and anxious and really it it doesn't, it's not going to get me anywhere. And I can choose to be depressed or anxious, or I can take matters into my own hands and, start talking about scoliosis all over the internet <laughs> yeah we love a good scoliosis influencer we need more of those exactly so i chose that route <laughs> applause to you oh gosh oh, life is funny um okay so how would you say that you help yourself and your scoliosis both physically and mentally um so physically i yeah so do my shroth but I will admit I'm not very good at keeping on top of myself and holding myself accountable. I've tried. Yeah. Um, like I have a area downstairs, which I haven't really been to in a while, but like I'll I'll get there. Um okay. <laughs> Yeah, I know, I know. And it's funny because all my stuff's in a corner, which is hilarious. Um, yeah. but I laminated my um like exercises and I've like pinned them to the wall. And so like oh, I have a little awesome. like schooly corner. <laughs> love that yeah and so yeah I gotta, I gotta go back down there eventually but um then I have a um my bar hanging from my doorway yeah um so I have like, my door is closed but like when I open it it can like see it but yep. um I'm just taking a pause on that on the bar right now because I've, I've learned I have unstable shoulders yes yeah. um so that hasn't been fun um it's been a bit, like painful when I do the hanging so I've, uh-huh. I'm I'm pausing that for now but it's there when I'm going yeah. back to it um I'm going for walks like I'm when I go to the gym I um like I like when I warm up I do like a 10 minute walk but I've been doing like a light jog because like I'm not really a runner but I'm trying to like you know keep up with the cardio but also like put a little bit of a variety in there because like I get really bored at the gym (laughs) like I don't know if anyone else gets bored when they work out but when I go to the gym I get like I gotta blast my music and just like go for it because I get like I gotta do something else like I gotta do like this sack like this thing first then I gotta go here and then I'm like on board of that room go here so yeah. it's kind of hard to keep myself like um busy yeah um and then mentally just 
like I, I do like photography and like that kind of keeps me like uh occupied and um creative and then I um I play guitar as well so just like it's more so it's like things that are therapeutic yeah um and then I have my cat but my cat's oh. not very um therapeutic <laughs> he, he's therapeutic when he wants to be yeah. but otherwise he's like leave me alone <laughs> such a typical cat yeah oh, I love that though <laughs> and then I have um I just like I, like I'll I have a friend who has like two dogs so I just like I'll be like can I come to your dogs and she's like sure so I just like go to her house and hang out with her dogs and just like yeah. get like some like animal therapy but um I just I don't know whatever makes me happy that's what I'll do yeah yeah I think it's it's awesome that you're still doing what makes you happy I think that's very very important and doing your you know your dancing and your activities and staying fit and healthy and you know trying to go to the gym or whatever or just doing whatever kind of activities make you happy I think oh and Zumba I just became a Zumba instructor so I haven't been teaching yet but um I'm in the middle of been choreographing routines and stuff so I'll be doing that eventually too that's um, so fun. It'll keep me happy. It'll keep me fit. Like, yeah. Killing two birds with one stone. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I love Zumba. Are you teaching around Vancouver? Or... Um, I'll probably be, I'll probably, like, I could probably do like online stuff for like people in Vancouver because I'm a little far out. But yeah, um, I have a friend, like a teacher friend of mine who teaches in Burnaby. So I feel like yeah. if I ever sub for her, the closest that would be would be Burnaby. But um yeah I'm just like I'm not at the point yet to teach a class yet like I still got a whole lot of learning to do but yeah um yeah I'm really stoked for that yay that's awesome I'll I'll remember to modify I gotta modify from my spine exactly you do have to modify for your spine but I think it's awesome that we have scoliosis Zumba teachers in the world yeah (laughs) I'm hoping to go for um get trained for Zumba gold because Zumba gold's more for like low uh um low intensity um exercises so I feel like that'd be really good for me to yeah do but we'll we'll see where my uh zumba journey goes but yeah so it'll help me definitely keep myself accountable to keep my body moving yeah oh that's awesome cool um wow i had another question i was gonna ask you i got i got you sidetracked to the zumba i know i keep i'm thinking i was like oh my god i haven't done zumba in so long i'm thinking <laughs> oh that sounds fun <laughs> oh gosh my apologies no it's okay (laughs) I guess what I want to ask you as well is if you have any tips for anyone out there anyone listening who you know who's just been diagnosed with scoliosis or is is struggling with their mental or physical health kind of what what would your tips be for them uh my first tip is don't panic because it'll be okay because that's what I did was I panicked (laughs) um so don't panic um try and see what resources there are out there. Like I'm on um like a support group on Facebook. So there's some stuff out there. Um, just definitely advocate for yourself. I found advocating gets you places. Mm-hmm. Um, I know it can be as a support worker, I know how hard advocating can be, but um, advocate, um, talk to your, like get like support from your like family and friends, um, whoever you're close with. Um, it's good to like talk about it. If you're comfortable talking about it, of course. I know some people might not be comfortable talking about it. Um, just yeah, just more, more so. There needs, to, I feel like there needs to be more resources in the area. Yeah. In my humble opinion, but um, yeah, just. I was gonna say we're we're, we're working on research. it. Yeah, do do some research and um, don't like don't like I'm not saying put yourself out there, but like try and 
like connect with other people um mm-hmm. and see what they have to say as well so yeah. I feel like talking to different like other people you can get some other experiences and um suggestions too yeah a hundred percent I think I think reaching out to <clears throat> other people going through the same thing uh whether it's scoliosis or fusion or surgery bracing anything is really really important because you want to hear lots of different opinions and thoughts um before making any kind of big decisions and just for that mental health and creating those relationships with people that understand because I feel like if you don't have scoliosis you just don't get it <laughs> yeah. yeah and you can't judge us I I that's the one pet peeve I have is just like people who just they don't understand and they just like make com- yeah they make comments like yeah it's, it's not nice like yeah. keep your comments to yourself if you have questions please ask yeah. I think we'd rather ask you rather have you ask us questions and just kind of like you know yeah make unnecessary comments I feel like I just remember one thing that I was going to ask you is actually about your scoliosis exercises and your experience mm-hmm. at the scoli clinic okay. I was wondering like how often you you went to the scoli clinic and you know how many exercises you have and if you have like a scoliosis routine I like to call it um yeah so I yeah I still go to the scoli clinic um I so when I first went, I would go every, I want to say every couple weeks, I think, mm-hmm. um, just because they're trying to like monitor it. Um, but like I, with my schedule and like where I live, I just kind of go when I can. Yeah. Um, which, like, which is fine. Like I have um like a binder full of exercises that I can do. Um, yeah. I I actually don't even know how many I have. But I want to say like ten, maybe, maybe. <laughs> maybe over 10 I don't know I'm gonna say 10 I'm gonna have a safe number of 10 yeah um and I don't really have a routine I should get into one um but I just feel like I'm on the go all the time yeah and like but I feel like it'd be a good habit to have um obviously (laughs) um especially because I don't want my curve to like progress um so yeah it's I don't yeah I don't have a routine but um I I go to the school clinic when I can yeah when I'm like I probably will go more in the summer just because um school's out in the summer so I'll have more time and yeah energy to go <laughs> yeah like when you go do you just do I mean I know because I've, I've been there before but just for listeners what kind of what do you do when you're at the school clinic oh yeah so um when I go to the school clinic um I come um like check in and then when my physio pulls me in, we go in there and we kind of um, like debrief and like catch up and see how things are, um, like how much like if I'm having or if any pain or if I'm having any pain, um, just any like anything that's happening in my life, I guess. Because like, I don't know if mentally that I'll like, I guess being like help me out, I guess. I don't know. Like, it, like I think I'm more like, okay, so for me, like if I'm having a lot going on, I just won't like do yeah. anything <laughs> like right now I haven't really been doing much because it's just like there's a lot going on yeah. um and so like yeah just like a catch-up and then we'll start off with a um like a uh, elongation um exercise so like the I'll usually go on like the ladder and I'll um do a hanging um for about uh a round of I think 30 seconds like there's, I do or sorry not 30 seconds um I try to go for as long as I can yeah preferably <laughs> um and for me that's not very long because of my shoulder issues (laughs) um and then after that we um 
we'll focus on some exercises that I've like learned previously. So I've done some like um like bird dog and yeah. um I think I've done a fire hydrant one just like and then trying to see where like my body's shifting because I usually sh- little shifts the left. Yeah. <laughs> and and I'm they're like you're shifting. I'm like, oh so I'm trying to it's I've like mentally tell myself to like um like even myself out like yeah. keep all my weight like neutral because I'll like I'll literally lean to the left and I won't I won't know it yeah and then they'll be like well like like and I'm like oh <laughs> and it's hard like it like it I didn't realize how hard it would be but it's like it's challenging and like not in a bad way but it's like oh this is a lot of work it really is I want to see I say because when I work with my clients online just holding your scoliosis corrections is is an a workout Oh, and adding and breathing too. Like oh my sometimes God. I tend to hold in my breath. That's <laughs> yeah. so bad. Don't do that. Um, <laughs> yeah. So then let's do like breathe in my valleys and my, um, um, sorry, I'm, I'm forgetting the valleys and the um, mountains. Mountains. Yeah. So breathe in yeah. those. And I was like, like that I could do. Cause I know, like I can, I know where to like breathe in from, but like doing it and like trying to focus is, yeah. it's a lot for me. <laughs> <laughs> But, but yeah, it gets easier as as like you go and keep going to the clinic. But yeah, uh, yeah just be pre- like if you go, just be prepared to like really like invest in your time. Yeah, yeah, it's it is a big time investment, money investment, energy oh, yeah. investment. But I think it's all worth it. Honestly, mm-hmm. I find the the value in learning these shroth exercises is really really beneficial for our scoliosis and the first time I ever did any shroth work just blew my mind just teaching me how to stand up straight telling me what directions my curves were going in and you know why my head is tilting to the side and all this stuff so it really helped me to hold myself better throughout the day and I really feel like that contributes a lot to obviously slowing down the progression of our curvatures but also reducing the pain like Mm-hmm. I don't do my scoliosis exercises like when I went home um to England over Christmas I was back in England for a month I didn't do anything when I was there I came back to Vancouver and so you much felt pain. it yeah. <laughs> you felt it I did I was like oh my god exercises scoliosis exercises make a huge difference to how your spine is feeling like duh obviously <laughs> yeah well and then like I know I haven't been doing mine like every day like I should be but um I had a reassessment I guess and um there's actually been some really noticeable differences which is like really good to know because I was like oh like I haven't been on top of the game but um yeah things are looking good so that's yeah that's like good to know about and keep keeping me accountable yeah amazing okay um so kind of coming up to the end do you have any last things you would like to say or share with my listeners um well I was super stoked to do this podcast (laughs) um just yeah just try and like if you suspect anything like if like if like when I yeah when I before I got um like diagnosed like I kind of like felt up my back and I was like this is weird (laughs) like and I just like if you like if you suspect something yeah go get checked out yeah um that was definitely obviously like do it um and if you have any like concerned or anything go yeah go see the doctor um or your specialist and just like keep trucking along I know it's difficult um but yeah it'll you'll you'll be okay and there's a lot of people out there like that are like like you um 
and it things will things will look good for you in the future yeah exactly I think that's great advice I think it doesn't have to be all gloom and doom things can be okay and I think looking after our spines and our health and our mental health is extremely extremely important after our scoliosis diagnosis diagnosis oh my god diagnosis (laughs) (laughs) That's that's a good word diagnosis I know oh my god um yeah so yeah for all you listeners out there stay strong you got this and yeah we're all part of this big scoliosis family you're not alone in your journey there are so many of us like me and like Sarah who have scoliosis but you know we're just doing our best we're getting through it we're doing our we, we love our curves yeah we love our curves we're gonna wear our backless dresses and our yep. strapless dresses and uh whatever we want to wear because yep. you know what let's let's make scoliosis cool and let's make scoliosis okay yeah <laughs> okay well thank you so much and thank you for being here thank you for asking me yes you're welcome okay goodbye